Now, who is to come and partake of the Lord's Supper? Well, externally, uh, the church is to test someone's profession of faith, and you do that through examination and so forth. And so, of course, communicant members of our own church in good standing, both congregationally and denominationally, are very welcome. And if you are a professing or communicant member of the visible church in good standing with other denominations and have spoken to an elder this day or previously, then you too are more than welcome. And so if you are not a professing or communicant member in good standing with a branch of the visible church or you're not in good standing, do not come to the table. And if you have not met with the elders previously or today, then do not come to the Lord's Supper. But inwardly, we don't know anyone's heart. We don't know if anyone's regenerate. We don't know if anyone's effectually called. And therefore, there must be a warning. So who are to come? Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Quite simply, only those who have found rest in Jesus Christ are to come. Those who are seeking to find rest, righteousness, purpose, meaning, justification, acceptance, heaven, in anything else apart from Christ, do not come. Do not come. But those who look to themselves and say, I have nothing, no strength, no power, no righteousness, nothing. Everything that I do is stained and polluted by the poison of sin in my soul. I look only, only to Jesus Christ. He is my rest. Those are the ones to come. So if you are resting in Jesus Christ alone, then come. And he invites you himself in Isaiah 55.1. Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. He that hath no money, come ye buy and eat. Ye come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Our table address comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 11.26. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. We are here first and foremost to show forth or proclaim, herald, preach the Lord's death till he comes. We're not here to proclaim ourselves. We're not here to proclaim the strength of our faith. We're not here to proclaim how repentant we are. We're not here to proclaim anything else except for Jesus Christ's death till he comes. This means you are to look to Christ. And there's a danger. Because you might look to the bread. Or look to the wine. Israel made a mistake. Do you remember what happened to the brazen serpent? 
2 Kings chapter 18 verse 4 says, In the time of Hezekiah, he removed the high places, broke the images, cut down the groves, broke in pieces the brazen serpents that Moses had made. For unto those days the children of Israel did burn incense to it, called it Nehushtan. Rather than looking to God through the brazen serpent, they looked directly to the physical object of the brazen serpent. Idolatry. And in church history we know this has happened, the Lord's Supper. Rather than looking to Jesus Christ through the signs, the Roman Catholic Church so confuses the sign with Christ they literally bow down, adore, and worship the bread and the cup. We can, in a sense, do the same. A cup is a cup, bread is bread, it's not going to do much for you. But if you have your faith on Jesus Christ, And you know, this bread is a symbol of how he gave himself for you. And this cup is a symbol of how he has shed his blood for you. You will meet with Christ and be blessed. So when you partake, proclaim Christ. Proclaim his grace. I don't understand some Christians when they struggle to come to the Lord's Supper because they feel unworthy. That's the point. You're not worthy. This is why it's a gospel of grace. Samuel Rutherford says, There is sweetness and comfort to those whom Christ takes in and sets on to win them to the obedience of the gospel. He has good right to you and has God's warrant to have you. Has Christ fought a battle with the devil and sin, and hath he not won you? Then he hath better right to you than you have to the coat on your back. Be glad ye are his own. He won you with the sweat of his brow. It is true, ye deserve not Christ, but indeed, he deserves you. Therefore be glad and humble. Proclaim Christ's grace. Secondly, proclaim his love. This is a table of love. Revelation 1 says, From Jesus Christ unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Thirdly, look to Christ's finished work. It's not that Christ died for temporal sins, now we need to mortify eternal sins. Sins temporal and eternal, thought, word and deed, omission and commission are all laid upon him. And he says, it is finished, it is completed. So you're here to receive again a fresh taste of the completion of Christ's atonement and the full, full pardon of your every sin. And proclaim Christ's body, the church. We partake of one bread, we partake of one cup because 
we, the body, plural, are one in Christ. Many members, one body. So let us not proclaim ourselves. Let us proclaim Christ as we eat and drink. Just a very brief word from Matthew eleven twenty nine, where he says, Take my yoke upon you, learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. There is a yoke for Christ. That means there's a service, there's a work to be done. Uh, it's not a, a meritorious work, it's not a, a righteousness work in terms of seeking righteousness for ourselves, but it is a work of rest and freedom. Because everything is complete by Christ, we joyfully, happily, lovingly, cheerfully, willingly serve him. So I do not know your Christian service right now, uh, what you're doing well, what you're not doing so well, where you need to improve, where you need to uh, grow. But know that you have rest in Jesus Christ and let the rest fuel your service. Think about the Sabbath day. That's a day of rest. It's on the first day of the week because Christ has accomplished our rest and therefore from his rest we go out to labour for the Lord. So in the Lord's rest, labour and joy.